Hi, I'm Jake Parker, and this is my podcast, Beyond Fit. My goal is to help you live a happier and healthier life by providing actionable knowledge and advice about a wide range of health and fitness topics, as well as self-improvement. If you want to find out more about me, visit my website, jake-parker.com. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi guys, this is the Beyond Fit Podcast, episode 109. This podcast is called My Current Focus on Mind and Body. So something I've been focused on recently, I've had this phrase written up on my whiteboard. I actually heard Gary V say it on one of his Instagram videos or something like that. And that phrase is document not create. So I've been thinking about how to apply this to my life in the context of my podcast and other things that I share online and things of that nature. And I wanted to do more in the way of just sharing what I do on a daily basis to stay fit, to stay fit physically and to stay fit mentally. I think that I really have come a long way in my ability to maintain a clear and level head and maintain a fit and aesthetic body. And I want to help you guys to understand what I do to make those things possible. So I'm going to go over a few overarching topics here and kind of give you an idea of what I'm doing to keep my mind and my body sharp. So most recently, if you have been keeping up with my Instagram, you see that I like to post a lot about reading and about books that I'm reading and I'll I've also been trying to post my workouts and my meals. So that's one big part of the documentation of what I do on a daily basis. I really think that a lot of you guys are enjoying that and getting insights from that. I try to read about 15 pages every day. And one thing I actually did want to go over was one of the new habit trackers or maybe call it a a productivity tool that I've been trying to use And that is a list I think that I saw James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, initially mentioned a list like this, but it's just called the Never Miss Twice. Mine's called Never Miss More Than Twice because I feel like with these things, I can do it every third day and I'm happy with that if they happen. And so part of this is just I used to put so much pressure on myself when I'm trying to make and ingrain good habits to continually keep them up every day. And it gets hard with working and with, you know, my, my brain and my priorities kind of going every which way sometimes to perfectly nail down all these routines and all these habits that I try to try to be focused on completing. And so this list, this never miss more than twice list is really helpful because I'm still getting a few times a week. Uh, these important things in, but it's not like all the pressure to do them every single day continuously. And so some of those things that I'm working on, like I said, is read 15 pages a day. That's the one on this list I'm most consistent with. I do pretty successfully read 15 or more pages a day in addition to reading online, which basically takes the form of some emails that I take daily emails that I subscribe to, like the Daily Stoic from Ryan Holiday and then blogs that I read as well. And I subscribe to all my blogs on the blog reading platform Feedly, which basically just lets you organize all the different blogs that you subscribe to. 
So there's there's about a dozen or so, probably more, that I read on a consistent basis there. There's four other things on this never miss more than twice list. One is to wake up before 6.30 a.m. I had some trouble with that in the past and kind of made it a goal and outlook for 2020 to consistently be getting up early in the morning. So I really like to be up at 6.30 or before. I have write one shitty page a day. This is something that I heard, I think, initially from Tim Ferriss, where he talks about not judging your writing and being able to understand the value of just getting something out there. So when you say write one shitty page, you don't put any pressure on yourself for it to be good. You know, it doesn't have to be prophetic or or whatever. It's just getting something down. So I try to write one page a day, whether that be the, the book that I'm working on, a blog post that I'm thinking about, or even if it's just journaling or writing about my thoughts, anything that can help me get in the writing mode. It's very important to me for my expression and because that's something that I want to be a part of my vocation going forward for for the near and long-term future in my life, I think. There's two more. One is to take a cold shower. So this one doesn't really have any special benefits physiologically, uh, to my knowledge, just because I'm really only in there for a few minutes. If you want to look into cold therapy, stuff like that, research is out there, but that's definitely not my concern and not something that can be accomplished in a uh, short cold shower. But the reason that I take these cold showers is it's really practice for me and doing something that I don't want to do and doing something that's tough and that gets me in the mindset of I can do things even if I don't want to. Like I'm always saying, a message that I've been harping on recently is action over belief or action over your thoughts. It's so important to know that we, we truly are what we do. We're accumulation of our actions. And so just forcing myself to do something tough that's unenjoyable, like taking a cold shower, proves to me that I could really do anything, even if I don't feel like doing it, even if I'm not motivated to do it in my head, I can act my way into doing things. And then the last one on here on this never miss twice list is five minute networking. So for me, that just takes the form of I try to look at blogs, podcasts, stuff like that, of people that I admire and comment on those things, tell them that I'm listening, stuff like that, or just looking at and commenting on someone's social media who I enjoy following or who I look up to. And the point here is just I try to grow and interact with people who I feel like are important to me to network with. And again, I've, I made a post about networking, but it can be so convoluted and kind of like a an ugly trigger word. But I think that networking is just about interacting with people who, who you admire and who you would like to become closer with. And so for me, in the context of my podcast, a lot of these people I would love to invite on someday. And a lot of times, uh, for me, the best strategy in getting guests that are above my, you know, league, so to speak, is just constantly having those touch points and DMing them, emailing them, you know, commenting on blogs, telling them that I listen to their podcast, you know, maybe tag them on Instagram that I've listened to their podcast, stuff like that, I think is really important because it lets people know that you're interested and it lets people know if you do ever have an ask, like for me, the ask of, do you want to come on my podcast? It doesn't just seem baseless. It seems like you really do care what they have to say and you have some sort of a tie, a connection. It's not just the first time that you've reached out to them. So as far as goals and physical condition is concerned, 
the first thing I wanted to mention, and this goes for anything, is just how important I feel that having goals are. For me, having goals and things to shoot for just really keep me going in the right direction. And I think it's important to set lofty goals too, really ambitious goals. That's something that David Schwartz talks about in his book, The Magic of Thinking Big, just the importance of setting very big, bold goals, because he says that no man ever vastly surpasses his goals, but often will fall short. So the higher you set your goals, essentially it's like the old adage, you know, shoot for the moon and you'll land among the stars. Just really shooting big with your goals, I think is important and helps you be headed in the right direction. So my goals as far as my physical body right now, just always looking to get bigger and stronger. I really prioritize having a aesthetic looking physique, but also want to optimize for health and strength and just longevity in addition. And so a couple things that I'm currently focused on. Number one, I set a goal for this year to up my lean body mass to 175 pounds. So the goal or the outlook here is I think that many would agree that sort of anecdotally, you can kind of bump up your average um, like homeostasis point for your body. So I really want to own the muscle that I've put on in recent years and kind of up my set point for what's normal for my body. And now this is nothing scientific uh, necessarily, but more, like I said, of an anecdotal thing. And I think that a lot of it's partly just mental too, but it's for me really important to reach this new set point so that I have this new set point to work from. I'd like to average be about 185 to 190 pounds, whereas in the past, like 175 pounds at this sort of relatively lean body weight uh, has been average. So if you've seen me recently posting any pictures, I did get very lean down to about 10% body fat. And so also just trying to put on lean mass slowly and keep my body fat low because last time I got really low body fat, I rebounded pretty heavily and put on a lot of weight right away. So I've been doing pretty good. My goal, uh, I want to put on uh, about 15 extra pounds of lean body mass. Right now I'm at about 160. Uh, by the end of the year, I'd like to have about 175 pounds of lean body mass and really just work on owning that over the, the next few years. So another thing that I've looked at, I'm reading Mike Matthews book, Beyond Bigger, Leaner, Stronger. And in that he talks about this golden ratio in this perfect physique. So this is a scientifically ideally proportioned physique. And he goes into the fact that this is like something found in nature. It's something that like a lot of different parts of nature have this sort of ratio, but here uh, explicably it's about the human body and the male physique in general. Uh, a few of the measurements here, he says that your flexed arms should be 150% larger than the circumference of your non-dominant wrist. So wrist size times 2.5. For me, my wrist size is 6.5 inches. So if I multiplied that by 2.5, my ideal arm size is 16.25 inches. Right now, they are about 15 inches when I measured. And so working on bringing that up, he says that your flexed calves should match your flexed arms. My flexed calves are 14.5 inches, so I obviously have even more work to do there. And he talks about the, the chest, chest circumference. It should be 550% larger than your non-dominant wrist. So again, that wrist measurement 6.5 multiplied by 
And for me, that's 42.25 and my chest currently measures at 43. I've always had a really naturally big chest. So this kind of confirms something that I've already known about myself, which is just that I don't need to prioritize working chest too often and that I can put some of my focus and some of my volume and, and work priority on other muscle groups because that's one of those things that I've naturally developed and naturally just genetically have a big, a big chest. And so two techniques that I currently have at the top of mind are number one, I'm working on these trigger sessions, which is something that is talked about on the Mind Pump podcast specifically, one that I listen to a lot. And basically the theory here is just triggering these muscle groups, getting a little workout in them, a little pump a few times a day to really spark muscle gr muscle growth uh, from this frequent work. It's something really different from something from anything I've ever done. And really is it's just you do these small, like few exercises to, like I said, kind of just get a pump, a little small workout in these muscle groups that you're focusing on growing. So like for me, I am prioritizing calves, quads, biceps, and forearms. So I'm gonna work a couple times a day, up to three, just getting a small pump, just lifting a little bit of weight or, you know, doing body weight type stuff, whatever I can to get that little pump in those muscle groups and doing that during this period of exercise. Usually I set my periods to like three months and then reevaluate doing something new. So in addition to trying to grow in the gym, I think that this is going to be something interesting too, to see how uh, my progress goes with these trigger sessions. And then in the gym, just focusing on hypertrophy, so working in the 10 to 20 rep range, hypertrophy is just muscle size. So in line with that goal of, you know, just getting bigger, getting a higher lean body mass, I'm working on just muscle hypertrophy more so than strength or any other goal right now. You can check out my workouts and what I'm eating on my Instagram story very often. So hopefully that's helpful for you guys that have similar goals or want to compare and contrast what exactly I'm doing. So that is as far as the body goes, as far as productivity, and mental focus, two other things I wanted to make sure I mentioned here. I have always noted down words, quotes, anecdotes, stuff like that. I love to categorize information and things like that. So I, I literally, I just have these huge lists of like new words I've learned or new quotes that I've heard. And I don't always go back to them, but I think it's really useful to note stuff down because it just makes you stop and pause and reflect for a short period of time um, to try to like internalize this sort of stuff, which is, which is important to me, which is something that I try to do. Uh, but something that's newer is I'm trying to make a, a collection of book notes. So I read all these books and to try to help with my retention, I want to start um, keeping some reviews slash summary notes on the different books that I read and storing those in my computer as well. Um, probably do a few physically because I do like to take some physical book notes. But so that's something new that I'm focused on uh, trying to gain more attention from the books that I read. I talk about my goal of reading 15 pages a day of books. So Kind of like how we know that in exercise, there's these big rocks, these really important things that we want to make sure we hit. So that's progressive overload. That's doing compound weightlifting that involves multiple muscle groups. That's making sure nutrition is on point. And just like the things I talk about here as far as trigger sessions, as far as working for hypertrophy, et cetera, et cetera, this stuff is is minutia. And it's it's okay for me to focus on that because I've become so advanced, but for the average person who's just getting into weightlifting or who struggles with their physique, et cetera, et cetera, you, you would be a lot better off just focusing on the big rocks. And similarly, you don't need to worry about 
you know, retention from books and stuff like that if you don't, haven't built a steady reading habit yet. So, you know, I talk about a lot the fact that I feel like I'm advanced in my mental and physical practices. And I always just want to make sure that people know that I'm not trying to push any magic pill or any thing that's not going to get you results. A lot of the things that I talk about are going to be necessary once you master the basics. And so another like little minutia thing that I do is I read three or four books at a time and I kind of spread out the books, uh, reading, like reading times during the morning, during the afternoon, when I want to relax, when I want to kind of get focused and engaged. It's fun, kind of like the food prioritization and meal timing and different stuff like that. Again, not at the forefront, but fun to kind of manipulate. So I obviously see the mental and physical practice of my body so similarly in that way. Uh, a few other things as far as prioritization I mentioned, I, I've talked a lot about getting things done, David Allen's methodology, and David was on my podcast. So go ahead and check that out if you haven't. Um, a couple of things that I've really kept close to the belt as far as really being consistent with from the book are number one, the weekly review, which I also posted about uh, on a podcast. And number two, just printing out my schedule and really treating my schedule as sacred ground, as David would say. Um, printing out my schedule, having that physical reminder. I've always tried to put things on my schedule, but had a lot of trouble being consistent in keeping with it and sticking to my schedule. But having that physical reminder and seeing it every day and looking at it and using it as a guide has really been helpful. So I, I'm really big on schedule, putting everything in there as far as workouts, when I have to go to work. Um, I have my morning routine in there. I have my evening routine in there. I have different meetings and things I'm going to, you know, whatever it may be. And then kind of using that as a to-do list as well, where you can plug things in when you have extra time that you, that you want to get done. So getting into my weekly review and calendar has been a big part of me being more productive and also just keeping my sanity in check. So I think that's really all I wanted to mention. I hope that you found some of this stuff useful. Uh, like I said, my new motto is document, not create. I really want to show you guys why and how, first of all, it's important to me to keep a really strong mind and a really strong body and healthy body and healthy mind, but also how I do that because I live a life too. I have a job. I, I work hard. I have relationships. I have friends, you know, family, stuff like that, that I want to prioritize. And so for me to keep a healthy body in mind and also talk about it and also try to share my journey is really important. And I want to show you how I go about doing that. And I want to help you live a healthier lifestyle. So let me know if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always reach out to me on my Instagram DMs, or you can also reach out to me by my email, which is jrparker95 at gmail.com. Hey, it's Jake again. If this podcast provided you any value, I'd encourage you to share it with someone who you think might enjoy it. In addition, it'd really help me out a lot if you would go and subscribe or leave a review for my podcast. It's super easy. And in addition, if you have any questions or comments, I'd love for you to reach out to me by email or Instagram DM, which can both be found on my website. Thanks.